0: Yes, read, learn, listen, all of the things, but every single thing that you read or listen to, I want you to take one or two things away from that and say, these are the one or the two things I'm going to go take action on. And I'm going to observe and journal and see how I feel after doing them, then move forward from there. Hey everyone, welcome to the nourished and thriving show. I'm your host, Katie Luffett. I'm a registered dietitian on a mission to help you increase your impact and legacy on the world while healing your gut and reducing your IBS symptoms. I'm so grateful to have you here. Each week, I'll inspire you to live vibrantly and provide valuable resources and information that empowers you to take bold action towards your health goals. Before we dive in, make sure you follow or subscribe to my show wherever you listening so you never miss an episode. Ready? Let's go. Hey, hey guys, welcome to March. We are officially in my favorite month of the year because it's my birthday month. It's also now Bo's birthday month. So we share, he barely slid in there to the 31st. He was almost an April Fool's baby, which kind of would have been fun (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. I think it would have been fun to have an April Fool's baby, but he is a March baby like his mama. He's going to be two. I cannot believe it, how fast that time's gone. But, you know, we're month three. We are almost a quarter of the way through 2023, which feels kind of crazy because I feel like it was just Christmas yesterday, but it wasn't. It was, you know, almost three months ago now. And I wanted to just check in with you guys. How are you doing? Are you hitting your health goals? Are you making, you know, it's been a few months. Like what? I know a lot of you guys hit, you know, made some big health goals at the beginning of the year. You guys were all sharing that, you know, with me over on Instagram. If you're not following me on Instagram, make sure you follow me on Instagram, go to the show notes, click, and you can, you can get to my bio and everything. I'm over there a lot. So a lot of you guys had shared with me on Instagram that you were going after some really ambitious health goals and gut health goals this year. So, I wanted to just have an episode to check in and see how you're doing because this is the last month in the first quarter of the year. And so, if you had a goal to like get to something by the end of the year this year, you should be almost 25% there. So, are you? Or, did you do what you should never do? Look at me shooting on you and have like a someday goal where you're like, oh yeah, this year I'd really love to get my gut health on track, but you don't actually have a plan to get there. Is that going? Have you done anything? Is it getting better? Not if you don't have a plan. I actually talk about this a lot. lot. I get asked to come and speak on goal setting quite a lot because people really need help with this. So if this is something that you need help with because you want to get something achieved or done or checked off your list, but you're not really sure how, or you've tried in the past and never really made a lot of progress or you made some progress, but weren't able to finish the goal and fully achieve it. I can help you with that. So reach out. But I, I wanted to check in with you guys and also give you three big reasons that I see every day why people aren't achieving their gut health goals. There's, you know, there's a lot of reasons why, and it depends on the person, but these are definitely the three most common reasons things I see just from talking to people, whether they're my clients or just people that I meet over on Instagram that I chat with. I love talking to people over on Instagram. It's seriously so fun. I used to hate social media when I first started trying to do it because it felt really awkward. And I wasn't sure what to do because no one ever really teaches you how to like be social on social media, right? If you're a business, but I've been, I've been having a lot of fun with it the last six months. So anyway, so the first reason that you may not be achieving your gut health goals is because, well, I kind of gave you a first reason that was like a preview reason. I guess that's not an official reason, but that is if your goal is not actually a goal, it's just a wish or a hope. So there you go. There's one freebie. The first reason that we're going to talk about more is that you're stuck in what I call the root cause researcher phase. So this is a phase in my six stages of gut rehab that I came up with after watching hundreds of people go through gut rehab, whether with me or trying to do it on their own or with other coaches and just talking to people and observing this root cause researcher is it knows that. There's something deeper going on with their gut health symptoms. There's something causing them and they're not just like there. They're not just something they need to manage. You know, they're significant and they mean something but they're kind of stuck sometimes in research mode. I always say, you know, passive action doesn't get you anywhere. So just listening to my podcast, but not doing anything after listening to it is not going to help. Like, please do not just come consume my podcast and not do anything. I will be kind of offended if you do that, actually. But or read a book, you know, or listen to other people's podcasts or listen to all the tips on social media. You're going to feel really good about yourself because you're going to be like, look at me, I'm researching and I'm learning so much about gut health. But it is useless if you do not go do something with the information that you learned. Okay. So that's the first big reason is you think you're doing all this stuff and you tell yourself you're doing all of this stuff, but you're not actually doing anything. You're just learning. (laughs) That's the first one. I'm going to give you the next two, but real quick, before I move on, if you enjoy listening to my podcast, I would be so grateful if you would go give me a five-star review and a rating. Pause this. I'll be right here when you come back. Scroll down, click five stars, leave me a little review, telling, you know, telling people why you love my show. It'll help me spread the world, the word and help make a bigger impact on the world, which is what we're all here about. Everyone needs to know this information and how to heal their hot mess gut. So thank you so much for doing that. I really appreciate it. So the second tips, the first one is you're stuck in passive action root cause researcher mode. The second reason you may not be where you want to be with your gut health goals this year is that you keep cutting foods out that you feel like make you feel sick. And you, you're you not really identifying why they're making you feel bad. You're just like, Oh, wow. Well, now I can't have green beans. Okay. Well, last week I could have Turkey and not today, you know, sourdough was doing okay. I can't do sourdough anymore. You're whittling away your diet and just removing foods that seem to be the causing the problems, but you're not really looking any deeper. Let me tell you, yes, food sensitivities can be a real thing and can contribute to your hot mess gut and they can be one of the root causes, but most often something is causing you to be sensitive to foods. Okay, let me rephrase that. And this is going to maybe feel a little bit controversial to you. And if there's other healthcare providers or integrative nutrition or medicine providers listening to this, like, I hope that you're not offended by this. (laughs) And I hope it doesn't feel really combative or controversial, but most often food sensitivities are not a root cause. They're another symptom most often, not all the time, but most often. So taking these food sensitivity tests and elimination diets and all of that, they can help you feel better for a while. But if you're not also doing other things to help rebuild, restore your gut and get it healthy again to where it can tolerate more foods you're going to find yourself just cutting out food after food, after food, after food, and not feeling better. And in fact, maybe feeling the other way where you're feeling more and more fearful around food and more scared of your symptoms. And it feels more and more out of control. If you're somebody who needs help identifying why you're sensitive to so many foods and you're not getting answers and you're not sure what else to do, I am, I can help you reach out and let's just talk. I'd love to talk about having you in my gut rehab program, what that would look like, how I can help you. I'm not going to pressure you. You should know by now I'm not that kind of person. It's going to make you feel icky or anything like that. But my genuine heart is to help people. And if you're in this where you're feeling bad and you're keep, you keep cutting more and more foods out and you don't really have a plan other than that, You need some additional help, whether I'm the best fit for you or somebody else's, you need to get some additional support. So that's the second reason that you're probably not making progress. The third reason is that you're not sticking with anything long enough. I know, I know. I just said like two or three episodes ago that if something's not working for you, don't stick with it too long and pivot. But on the flip side of the same coin, you've got to give things a fair shot too. If you're in, so root cause researcher is one of the stages of gut rehab. Another one is short-sighted action taker where you're taking all the short-sighted action, not really knowing where you're going or having a necessarily a plan or you're thinking that this is the magic bullet that's going to get me there. This is the answer. This is the right thing to do. There is no like right way or right thing. Most of the time, there's no one thing. There's no one flip that you're going to, you know, switch that you're going to flip over. That's going to make all the difference for you. Most likely real change is going to come little by little with consistent progress forward. And so if you're jumping around all in, going from this book's meal plan to this elimination diet, to this supplement regimen, to this, to this, to this, to this, this, I get it. Um, You're desperate and you really want to feel better, but you've got to stay the course and you've got to be a little bit more pragmatic about your approach. You've got to look and, you know, objectively and say, this is what I'm doing. I'm on this path. I'm doing this. I'm observing that these are my results. And so from there. I'm going to pivot this way or also incorporate this, but I'm keeping going down the same path. Does that make sense? So, whenever I'm talking about pivoting a couple of episodes ago, I'm talking about doing it with intention and observing how you're doing. Whenever you are taking short sighted action because you don't have the objectivity that I have or the experience that I have you are most likely out there grasping at straws and completely jumping from one thing to the next, not knowing what's going to help, but knowing that just one thing is going to be the right answer for you. And my friend, that is probably not the case. Okay. So I hope that that's helpful for you guys. So just to recap again, there's three, well, we're going to just call it a fourth reason because I kind of threw that in there for you. The first one, One A, I guess we'll say is not having an actual goal, but having more of a hope or a wish. Another thing that can come in with this is hoping that somebody will come save you. Something or someone will change and your problems will disappear. Kind of like a Cinderella moment. The fairy godmother will come in and wave her magic wand and your problems will be gone. I really wish that I could be that for you, but no, nobody can be that for you. But it's something that you're going to have to get your sleeves rolled up and get in the dirt and play in the dirt a little bit and just kind of muck through this a little bit, but you can do it with joy and with support alongside you. One B is you are taking passive action as a root cause researcher, and you are checking your boxes and feeling great about yourself for doing things, but you're not actually doing things. Okay, so if that's you, yes, read, learn, listen, all of the things, but every single thing that you read or listen to, I want you to take one or two things away from that and say, these are the one or the two things I'm going to go take action on, and I'm going to observe and journal and see how I feel after doing them and then move forward from there. The second official thing is that you are just cutting out foods, hoping that that's going to fix your problem. And the third one is that you're not sticking with anything long enough. You're just taking crazy short-sighted action, jumping around from thing to thing, when you don't have intention behind your action. So I hope that's helpful for you guys. I love talking about this. If you have questions, if you want to learn more, send me a message on Instagram. Again, if this resonated with you, if you love my podcast, I would be so grateful if you left me a five-star rating and review wherever you're listening and we'll talk soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the entire episode. I hope you are feeling inspired and empowered to take bold action towards your health goals. If you enjoy what you heard, don't forget to follow my show. So you never miss a new episode and it would mean the world to me if you left me or a few So others knew what to expect from my show. Last, get in touch. Let me know what bold action you're taking. Let me know how you're inspired. Follow me on Instagram at underscore healthy gut underscore dietitian. I've put a link in my show notes for you so you can simply click and follow. Come say hi. I respond to all my messages and I can't wait to get in touch.